0: Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wing Radio.
1: If, if someone were to follow your
0: footsteps, where would they get to? Will
1: they have a prayer life? Would they ever study the Bible? If someone follows you, where would you take them to? If you were on trial, they had you on trial for being a Christian. Would they
0: have to acquit you for no evidence? We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something
1: new series is entitled, I'm saved to serve. I am saved to serve. I am what? Um, I'm saved to serve. I'm saved to serve. You know, one day, uh, by God's grace, you'll walk through the pearly gates. Come on, everyone say amen. (laughs) You're gonna walk through the pearly gates and you're gonna, you're gonna meet Jesus. Imagine Jesus had one question for you when, when you met. I'm happy to see you, but who did you bring with you? Imagine you got, you're so excited to be there, but yet he says, I, I'm glad you're here. But the last thing I said before I left was to go tell them about me. How did you do in that area? In Matthew chapter 28, Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 18 through 20, Jesus said this, this is a message, Bible, Jesus undeterred went right ahead and gave them his charge. God authorized and commanded me to commission you, go out and train everyone you meet. Go out and train everyone you meet. If somebody followed you, would they get to the church or the club? Pastor, I thought you were going to hug me today, Pastor. I thought you were going to hug me. I, I wasn't ready for that. Oh, yeah, I just got you, just like that. If, if someone were to follow your footsteps, where would they get to? Would they have a prayer life? Would they ever study the Bible? If someone followed you, where would you take them to? If you were on trial, they had you on trial for being a Christian, would they have to acquit you for no evidence? How am I walking? How am I talking? How am I acting? You have to ask yourself this question because see, when I stand before God, I want to hear well done, my good and faithful servant enter into the joy. The Lord, I, I, I want to hear well done I. I I want to hear, well done. I I don't care how you feel about me. I I care about what he thinks about me. I want to hear, well done. Notice it says, go out and train everyone you meet. It didn't say pastor. It didn't say apostle. (laughs) Bishop, Pope, Cardinal. (laughs) Everyone has a responsibility To share their story. He says. uh, Go out and train everyone. Meet. That you meet far near in this way of life. Marking them by baptism. In the threefold name Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Then instruct them in the practice of all I have commanded you. I will be with you. As you do this. Day after day. Not just Sunday. Day after day. After day right up to the end of the age. I got a question for you. Who'd you bring with you? Who's following you? Who are you pouring into? Whose life are you changing? Guess what you got a responsibility. Each one reach one. If everyone did it, we wouldn't have enough room. Woo! Today we're going to teach from Mark chapter 2, Mark chapter 2. I feel my help. Mark chapter 2, Mark chapter 2. Jesus returned to Capernaum. A few days later, the news went out that he was at home. So many people gathered together that there was no longer room for them—not even near the door. Jesus was discussing them with the Word of God. Then they came. I got a word for you. Why is it when there's no room, you leave? Hey, they just too crowded. <laughs> oh God, praise God! Y'all better help me. You better help me, praise. That's a good thing when there's no room. That means something is happening. You never want to go to a restaurant where you see nobody. I want to see lines outside, because it means something is good. <laughs> they came bringing a, a bringing to him a paralyzed man who had been carried by four men. Come on, y'all. I I need my my stretcher. Y'all know I got props. You know who I am. Praise God. Bring my my stretcher out. Praise God. We're going to go into this. Hallelujah. Come on, Mr. Forward. I need you, sir. Eric, I appreciate you. I know you a squatter. I know you got some guns on you. To God be the glory. All right. Damn, you, sir. All right. Y'all stay right there. Now, nah. all right. It said four, right? Okay, y'all four, get up. Let's let's start this. Come on, get yeah. up. Okay. Now, now here, here's my challenge with church folk. Y'all, y'all bring him, bring him, bring him. Let's bring them on over here. Okay. All right. <laughs> now, this is good. Okay. Now, Vic, Patrick, I want you to take both sides. Patrick about to walk away. Now you about to grab both sides, Vic. Y'all know I want you to bust your suit. You got to look good, brother. (laughs) Now, you're back to a whole bunch more pressure right now, don't it? Yes, sir. (laughs) Now, uh, uh, Pike, that's my barber, by the way, Pike. Praise the Lord. Look, I'm trying to get everybody all right. All right. Eric, grab the other side. Now, can carry it, but they can't carry it as long as four people could. What happens in church we complain about stuff, but we ain't trying to carry nothing. All we can do is talk about what's not right, but you ain't carrying nothing. All you do is run your mouth and not put them down, put them down. And then, then the challenge is They have the audacity to say, Pastor, you should do this, and Pastor, you should do that. And I'm right here trying to carry people off the battleground, and you got the audacity to open your mouth. Why don't you help? Why don't you help somebody? I'm trying to carry the dead off the battlefield, and we got so many people sitting around, not trying to help. But all you do is talk about what is and isn't right. Guess what, brothers and sisters? eventually the person won't get tired of carrying people. I got a question. You good. Now nah, sit back down. Sit back down. Jesus didn't heal you yet, man. You got to wait for Jesus to heal you. I'm going to tell you when to heal you. All right, Ben. What happens? Two can do it. Three is better. Four is best. Pick him up, please. Pick him up again. All four of you. All four of you. Now, here's what we what, what's good. Okay. Now, follow me, y'all. We gotta take him to the ER. Praise God. I ain't gonna take y'all far. All right. All right. Come on, y'all four. Come on, y'all four again, tired? I need y'all to, to grab the sides for me. You ain't got to put them down. Just, just, just grab the other side and, and relieve them. <clears throat> now see, that's even better. Now look, now, now we got people on every side, okay? Now, the, the original four, you can walk away and the new four grab it. Now guess what happened? People don't get tired and get church hurt. Because, see, when people get hurt, it's because they're tired. But what happens when you can rotate, all of a sudden, everybody... See, team means we get more done together. So what happens... We got to get to the place in the faith walk when you say, this is my reasonable service. Because guess what? God has been good to me. And if God has been good to you, you got to find some time to where you say, God, what can I do?
0: How can I serve you? Where do you need me to be? Because guess what?
1: Where do you need me to be? Because guess what? <laughs> One day, you might be on that stretcher. And you're going to wish that when you had the strength that you helped somebody else get across the finish line. Because guess what? Nothing is promised to us. Thank y'all. Y'all can put it. Come on, I'll bring it back over here. Right in front. Right in front of Jesus. Praise God. I am not Jesus. Let me be clear, don't tweet, don't email me nothing. I didn't say I'm Jesus. We got the same initials, though. That's true now, eh? <laughs> Listen to this. First Corinthians. He says, what is Paul? What is Apollos? Servants to whom you believed in Christ, even the Lord appointed each his task. I planted, Apollos watered, but all the while God was causing the growth. Stop allowing yourself to get frustrated when you're trying to save somebody while you keep talking to them. Guess what? You may just be the person to plant the seed. Somebody else may have to water it. But guess what? It's not about you. You can't save anybody anyway. Guess what? All you can do is walk in a manner that people can be saved. You're not God. You ain't saving. No, you just try to work on you. So he says this. None of us. Are that important in reference to salvation? It's all about God. Look what he says. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters anything, but only God who's causing the growth. Next slide. He who plants and he who waters are one in importance with esteem working. Guess what? Parking ministry, usher ministry, greeting ministry, all the ministries are important. All the ministries are important. All the ministries have value. All the ministries have importance. is important. Everybody's vital. You don't think you're picky-toe important until you heard it. <laughs> but each will receive their own reward. For we are working, for we are God's fellow workers and his, his servants working together. You are God's cultivated field, his garden, his vineyard. God's what? It's not the building, it's us. Back in the Mark chapter 2, when they had unable to get him, uh, get him because of the crowd, they removed the roof. How many of you stop at the first note? Well, there's no room at the front door. Turn roof! the roof! I'm not going to allow a no to stop me from getting to Jesus. Now, understand what's so cool about the story. They didn't have an issue, their friend did. How many times have you just drugged your friend to church? See, another revelation. It took four to bring one, it took four to bring. So guess what? It's not just one person. It's it's all of us trying to work together to get. Because remember, they're sick. They got issues. So it's going to take more than just one person. Now, it does help. But one person, you're going to get tired. And you're going to hope, praise God, that somebody's going to come help you. Praise God, my back going to be right today. To God be the glory. The Bible says, they let him down on the mat. The paralyzed man was lying. And when Jesus saw, when Jesus saw, when Jesus saw their what? Active faith because, see, he, he understood the roof. He understood the door was crowded. There was no way to get in. He saw their faith that they're going to make a way out of nowhere. See, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I'm not going to let anything stop me from Jesus. It was kind of like blind Bartimaeus. who said, son of Jesus, David, have mercy on me. They said, shut up. He said, son of David, have mercy on me. They say, shut up. He said, son of David, you ain't going to shut me up got to see Jesus. And I'm not going to let anything stop me. Whenever you're on the verge of your breakthrough, expect adversity. The Bible says that there's a great and effectual door open unto us, but there's many adversaries. So when you're on the verge of your breakthrough, get ready for all hell to come at you because he wants you to turn around. When they were unable to get to him because of the crowd, they removed the roof. Verse five. When Jesus saw their faith, when Jesus saw their faith, when Jesus saw their faith springing from confidence in Him, He said to the paralyzed man, "Sons, your sons, son, your sins are forgiven." How about this? He didn't deal with his paralyzed state. He didn't say, "I'm healing you." On the outside, He said, "I'm healing you." On the He didn't even deal with the paralyzed condition because that's just temporary. Your soul is eternal. So he says, I'm not even dealing with your condition. I'm dealing with your spiritual home. He says, your sins are forgiven. What I have learned in a faith walk is when hunger meets faith, you can birth a miracle. I'm going to say, when hunger collides with faith, you can make a miracle. Pastor, prove it. The woman with the issue of blood, she says, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be healed. She was hungry and her faith connected. And he says, I feel virtue has left me. If you can just get hungry. <laughs> but some of the scribes were sitting there debating in their hearts. You heal now. Praise the Lord. Stay right next to me. We're going to read it here. And why does this man talk like this? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive the sins, remove guilt, nullify sins, penalty, assign righteousness, except God alone? Here it is. Here it is. You're about to get healed. Immediately, Jesus, being fully aware of the hostility, knowing his spirit, that they were thinking this, said to them, Where, why are you debating your hearts, arguing about these things? Which is easier, to say to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and pick up your mat and walk? But so, you're good now, but so... That you may know this son of man has been authority over power, death, and sins. God bless you. I say to you, get up, pick up your mat, and go home. He got up and immediately picked up the mat and went out before them so that they were astonished. And they glorified and praised God saying, we have never seen anything like this. I got one key. We go home. Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16, I might as well just keep it over there. I don't even feel, well, well Holy Spirit, do what you want to do. Mm. Acts, look what it says. This is message. The judges went along with the mob, had Paul and Silas' clothes ripped off in order to be publicly beaten. After, beat, after beating them black and blue, they threw him into jail, telling the jailkeeper to put them under heavy guard. So there would be no chance of escape. He did just that. So now they've been beaten. They've been talked about, lied, everything. All right. He did just that, threw them into the maximum security cell and clamped uh, leg irons on them. Along, Along about midnight, in the darkest hours when he shows up, About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing a robust hymn to God. Pastor Woody has said, you can't allow your situation to steal your praise. (laughs) So, they've been beaten, lied on, cheated, talked about, mistreated, scored. Almost wish they would never. But yet and still. They lifted their mouth and praised God. See, your praise is your down payment on your breakthrough. You don't praise God for what he's already done. You praise God like it's already done. It. See, what you got to do is you got to make up in your mind that the, the Lord has been good. The Lord has been faithful. The same God that got me out of this is the same God that's going to get me. See, you have to get to the place where you don't allow your situation or your circumstance to determine your praise. See, praise. Oh, glory! Revelations twelve eleven. Is that what my next slide? Yes, it is. Praise the Lord. Let's read this, church. And they overcame and conquered him because of the blood of the lamb and because the word of their. For they did not love their life and renounce their faith, even when faced with death. I am made an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and the word of Of my testimony, I am made an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. I am made an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. So that means the more I testify, the more I overcome. I am made an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. I don't know about you, but God has been good to Jomo. I don't know about you, but God has done some things in my life that I can have to give him glory. See, I got a praise on the inside that I can cannot keep to myself. I can tell you that his name is Jehovah Rapha. He is the Lord God that heals me. I can tell you he's Jehovah Jireh, my provider. I can tell you he's the author and the finisher. I can tell you he's the bread of life. I made up in my mind that I don't need the whole church to praise. All I need is two people to be crazy enough to say, guess what? I'm going to change the whole atmosphere because Paul and Silas said, I'm going to praise God in every situation and every circumstance. Slide. Now I know what it says. The Bible says this. <laughs> next, next slide. Next slide. Don't worry, we are gonna stand up again. I feel it. Take rest, rest, rest yourself. Rest yourself. Ooh, thank you, Holy Spirit. The other prisoners couldn't believe their ears after what you just been through. You still praising God. After you've been through that terrible divorce, you still praising God. After they left you like that, you still praising God how they did you on your job,
0: and you still.